What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to episode 198 of 4th and John. We are talking press conferences. Press conferences. Not a game. Not a game. Press conferences. We might be talking rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We might be talking about three alpha males on the stage telling you how they feel about the draft process and what what, what what's in store for Eagles Nation. Again, it's a press conference, and, you know, I guess Eagle fans out there will get hype or get uh, feel a certain way about how Nick Sirianni speaks. They might talk about Howie and him peacocking out there, showing his feathers trying to uh, speak to the people and kind of set you up and make you feel good. It was, it was, a, it was a dog and pony show, man. We, we all had, they, they have to put out this kind of message to make you feel good before the draft. I mean, some people were like, are they going to speak? Are they going to talk to us? Are they going to give us any nuggets? No, they're not. Are they going to, are they going to tell you that Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles? No, they're not. Uh, because why would they? I mean, they have to make it look good for the people out there in drafts uh, on other teams. So, hey, we might be a QB hungry team. Let them think that. Um, but obviously, it, it's a press conference. Uh, can we start um, off with the rock, scissors, paper, shoot? Rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. You guys ready? Do we, can rock. you do that with three people? Can you do that three, three Why people? Why not? Why not? Okay. We'll, we'll do a little competition. Whoever's the odd man out, he sits out the next round. Okay, go ahead. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. Well, I'm a you're loser. Out of, you're out of here. You're I'm out, out of here. You're not really a competitor anyway. Uh, me and Prime. <laughs> Rock, scissors, paper, shoot. Okay. Messes it up every hey, time. Every time. <laughs> he, he can't every get time. it in the right order. Rock, scissors, paper, shoot. This guy. Let's go, man. Rocks, scissors, paper, paper, scissors, sh- shoot, shoot. 
Uh, all right, I yeah, lost. Hey, hey. All right, I lost. I thank lost. God, thank God that's over with. And you know what? Thank God that one press conference is over with from yesterday because <laughs> I felt the same way. I feel relieved now that both of them are over. I mean, every single uh, appearance that we see out of Nick Sirianni, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I just something in the back of my mind just tells me is speaking to me is like, is is this the guy? Is this the guy? I, I'm having that reassurance that. That just voice in the back of my head. And uh, I got to be honest with you. He hasn't done much to impress me and get me really fired up to be an Eagles fan for this upcoming season. Um, the whole uh, the whole press conference, whether it be he's him just kind of uh, pushing all the questions aside, how he taking them, him not really having the reins at all. Uh, whether it be the whole rock, paper, scissors comment. I mean, obviously we sit here and we joke about that, but I'm not reading too much into that. I don't think that him liking the game rock, paper, scissors necessarily means that he's going to bring that into his player evaluations. But um, dude, it's just not making me feel any better. These press conferences are supposed to make me feel better about this team are and they? the job simply now. Well, are they supposed to make me feel worse? Do you what think it is, is it's, it's are they about, supposed to are they supposed to amuse about, you it's about convincing I, it's, it's, it's about having communication and transparency with the fan base is it not is that not the whole point of a press conference i mean is it, to be transparent with the fan base i mean that's the dog and pony show that's what yeah. i'm talking about like that's for you like if you if you need to feel good about a dog and pony show then feel feel great pal because at the end of the day i i want them to coach well have unity in the locker room that's what i care about i don't like this to me is the dog and pony show. So if you you need to feel better about yeah, but the, Gail. the presentation, I like do it on the field. I and I totally get that. And I'm willing to give Nick Sirianni the time and I want to see what he actually does on the field. But we just have such a small sample size to work with. I, I don't have anything but my own thoughts and my own uh ambitions for this team. And when you know the head coach is out here saying some stupid shit. Wow, this guy. I thought, see, I thought the younger generation is supposed to be very uh, in tune with, uh, you know. Gullible? Yeah. Is that the word you're looking for? Yeah, I'm not I'm not say gullible, but you're just supposed to uh, be socially aware. Um, <laughs> I think know? that I am. I think I think I'm a pretty socially aware yeah. person. Prime's a little older. Prime, are you are you feeling a certain way about that, or you, you the com uh, uh, the conversation that was had, or you, did you need to be amused? Did you need, did you need to be it, I, I, I was amused. I was amused regardless. Um, the very beginning, I'm watching these three, and it was like, all right, here we go. Andy just seemed like he kept on repeating the same answer to every single question. Then Howie, I was honestly waiting to find out when our coach was even going to talk because Howie just like had everything pretty much uh, coordinated. Like, all right, look, I'm going to go ahead and answer question number three and one and you got number two and i'm sitting there like dude when you gonna go ahead and let nick talk like but man i could see why he ended up waiting to let nick talk because i mean the guy was just unstoppable talking um he was just all over the place he killed me with the rock paper scissors shoot and then like it was just like he just reminded me of like that geek that geek that Damn. that that i i i fucks with I <laughs> that geek that I fucks with. Like that's 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 who he reminded me of yesterday. Like, like dude, you were geek, but I fucks with you. He he flipped the script. I thought uh Prime was gonna 
take him down a, a rabbit hole. But he, he, he said he, he messes with the idea of a coach that is excited. Uh, I, I'm saying, you know, what I got from him was uh, it was like it was coach planning because you know, you're trying to get an idea of who who is who is actually uh, Sirianni as as a coach person uh, or a personality that might be in that locker room. Um, you know, he, he could be a teacher in that perspective. Um, could he relate to the players better? He's a little bit younger. Uh, but overall, it's like being being in the locker room uh, from like high school to college and just having certain players, especially certain coaches, especially in college, that, you know, you got a, a certain feel from. You know, like I can go back, you know, as many years ago when I was playing in, in college to figure out which coach actually actually that that I had that made it to the NFL that are coaching the NFL or was coaching at Penn State or Boston College like big schools out there they had a vibe to them and you either related to them or you didn't some guys who were just like straight out of high school trying to make it to the next level and coach you they're still coaching high school but bro at the end of the, at the end of the day if he, he he can vibe with the players in the locker room and, and he can get the get the communication back and the culture back. Um, I mean, people laughed at um, Carroll when he, he was a little rah-rah, Pete Carroll, when he came from US, USC. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's, to me, the, the whole press conference was really about talking about putting on the show. And it, it, some of the answers that they gave out kind of were from that article that recently dropped. Talking about that marriage between the coaching department and the scouting department. And they kind of like for trying to hammer that home to you to make you feel about, hey, man, we got unity over here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of want to just poke some holes in that real quick because <laughs> while I sit here with my jaded, you know, young self, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, so what episodes have we really done recently? What have we talked about? We've talked about how. Doug Peterson, when he was here, he didn't really have control even in the practices, how there was a lot of meddling going on between the owner, the GM. They were always involved in the practices. Um, what was another thing that we heard about Doug Peterson, that he was a player's coach? That's partially the reason that he was brought here. And it certainly seemed that a lot of players liked him. Um, and now I'm looking at this whole new scenario with that information, and I'm seeing, okay, so Howie Roseman is pretty much taking Nick Sirianni's questions and taking the reins on the whole conversation. Why am I to believe that he's not going to apply that same sort of taking the reins when it comes down to practices? And we're not going to be in the same exact boat we were in before where the GM and the owner are once again meddling because they just, it seems to me, if they don't want to let him answer questions, they don't fully trust this guy. And if they don't fully trust this guy, then why why would they not be meddling in the in the practices again? We're in trouble. We're in trouble if that's the case. And I, I mean, I totally agree with you. The thing is, is like you're sitting there and you're like, I see a puppeteer once again. You know what I mean? Like oh, they wow. had it. Yeah. I mean, like, look, look, I see the enthusiasm and I'm with it. I'm really am. But you could tell in that press conference, there was like moments like I felt like how it was giving him that wink. Like, yo, shut the fuck up. I got it from here. All right. And that's that, like, I don't like banana routes, right? I don't like the we're going to roll into it. People who like the enthusiasm. Um, I do like his enthusiasm. Chris, look, we're give. I'm, I'm going to be one to give him a chance. Show me what you could do 
out on the field. All right. I and, I am all about that. And and I want to further explain myself in saying that I it's not that I think that Nick Sirianni is a bad coach. I, I love his enthusiasm as well. I think that he could totally be a player's coach, but that's not my issue. My issue is the meddling with the GM and the front office with this team. And I don't think that that part's going to go away. So regardless whether I think that Coach Sirianni could be a good coach, I think he's going to have just the the upper the the high up just over his shoulder the entire time. It's going to make the whole situation a lot more messy. Uh, Money bags in the chat says this season hasn't even started, and I, and I got bad vibes already. Uh, now get that out of your system, man. I mean, we, hey man, we got a draft coming uh, yeah. a draft coming a week away. Okay, <laughs> we should. We should feel a little bit better about ourselves. We're higher up in the draft, um, so we should get a better pick in theory, right? Um, I, I think, um, you know, Andy Weidel. I think uh, he 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 was in there trying to hold down his piece as the guy in charge of the scouting department, the guy that's gonna gonna get this team back on the right track. I think he was trying to instill confidence in the fan base and saying that, hey, man, we're going to get it together. You know, you know, they kept on repeating the same thing about, you know, we've you know, we had a we had a good offseason. We met together last week. You know, we were getting the guys back in the building. We feel good. Um, I forget who who asked the question. I think it was Tim McManus about the first two picks of last year and how those first two picks weren't. They went off the They're board, <laughs> you know, and, and they didn't really, they really he said didn't. it in a nice way. He said it in a very nice way. Like yeah. they, they were booty. What did but, you do? You know I mean? Better this year. Or what do you feel like you're going to do better this year? <laughs> but they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't speak to the answer to the question of saying, yeah. you know, you guys veered off the board. They, they, they did a banana route. You know what I mean? Like they just, yeah. around. <laughs> they just put their foot in the ground and they went the other way. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the fact that they ignored to answer that question, they didn't. They didn't dumb it down at all. They're just like, "Oh, we're not going to touch that one." Yeah. How did that make you guys feel? I mean, listen, somebody, some of these reporters, man, they they were they were pretty aggressive yesterday, and I like that. Even though you know, I mean, we still got the the the, the runaround. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, they were trying to. There were some answers that you know, like, definitely got my attention, especially when they started talking about uh, the offensive line. You know, like how. They got pretty much a lot of confidence in Isaac and, you know, uh, Slater and the other guy, I can't remember his name, um, isn't going to be much of a concern, even though that's why, like, a lot of people feel like we're going to go that route. So, I mean, just hearing that, it was just like a little bit of a relief, you know what I mean? So, hey, we'll just see. But but is it a smokescreen? Are, are, are they are they saying that? Definitely. But that's the part where you have to like get in tune with that. This is smokescreen season, and you yeah. know this is the dog and pony show. Like you yes. have to be you see the bells and the whistles, and you're like they're saying things that they're gearing you up to think about. Like uh, you know they they mentioned like oh size an issue with uh, you know thinking about Devonta Smith. Yeah, you know. You know, trying Being to light, yeah. You know, uh, I think Jimmy Kemsky talked about uh, Rayshon Slater and um, Vera Tucker. Vera Tucker, uh, that was his name, yeah. Um, you know, they trying to gear you up and get you in the right mind space of like they're not going to botch this draft up. Trying to, <laughs> they're trying the to one. give you, try, 
<laughs> try to try to keep you in that space. And I, I'm I'm gonna be honest, I don't um I think I feel a little bit confident confident from last season, but I think from last season, the mistakes that they made, they gotta be in a, in a they know everyone's watching. We're all watching. We were watching closely, intently. So each pick, especially in the first three rounds, this shit all has to make sense. What what was your could you like just take yourself back like pretty much a year ago today and just think about like what were your thought what was your your thought going into last year's draft were you hopeful were you optimistic or were you cynical I I I was hopeful I was you know um, and I'm not gonna still change my mind about what I would say I was Justin Jefferson all the way Mm -hmm. in that first round. You were. I, was, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I was like all in, and I was one that was at the edge of my seat, ready for that pick to be made. And no, we tanked. We tanked on that one. Then the the whole Jalen Hurts was like, "Oh shit!" You know what I mean? Now we're going to have a controversy in our in our hands. You know what I mean? And, and that was the other thing yesterday that I loved how. I can't remember who the reporter was, but they were asking the question like about, you know, and I'm pretty sure we're going to touch upon this is like, is Jalen Hurts going to go ahead and be the starter? Mm -hmm. Another question that they were just avoiding to go ahead and answer. Mm -hmm. And it was like, they didn't answer it at all. And then that reporter was like, oh, oh, hell no. I'm not, I'm not ready to give up my turn yet. I asked the question, Mm -hmm. is Jalen Hurts that guy? And then that's where Nick just took it. It was like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and make everything and every position competitive. It's okay. competition based. Yep. I'm, I'm, but it, although you might say that uh, he, they're not, they're disrespecting him. Um, this is new, new, new coaching staff. Disrespecting this, who? You talking about Hertz? Yeah. Some people are like to disrespect Hertz again. They why don't they just name him? Mm-hmm. This is not how it works, man. This is not how it works. In your heart, you might want to, you might want to hear them say QB one right off the bat. But it's not that case. I mean, they have to keep this facade going this is smokescreen season so obviously they have to keep that vibe going until the draft happens they might be saying this stuff out here for um for everybody else out in the league to listen to but after the draft they have a, they might have a different mindset so it's like you know la- like going back to your question evan like i felt very confident that they would draft a quality wide receiver because it was uh, you know tons of wide receivers that i was high on um, mm-hmm. You know, I had I, I had Justin Jefferson ranked higher than uh, Rager um, prior to the draft. I said it's going to come down to Justin Jefferson and Rager, mm-hmm. and that's what it it, it happened. And that's where down. that's and um, the fact that they they want Rager. I was surprised that they went Rager over Jefferson, but I was still also high on Rager. I had I had Justin Jefferson as a one, and I had Rager as a one too, which was you know right right where. They um, fell. Yeah, they fell. The back so, end of the one. Yeah, in the second round, the Jeremy Chin vibes were there with all of us. And then when they went Hurts, you're just like, bro, this, y'all are doing some, <laughs> you know, like I was like. And then they went Davion Taylor, and you're like, that's a little bit earlier for, yeah. you know, and but like just getting back to his comment and what, what Prime brought up just about how they refuse to say that they, they gave it an open competition. They say that Hertz isn't 100% the starter. That to me doesn't at all mean that Joe Flacco is competing for the position. That to me means that 
I, I mean, there was a story that came out yesterday about Justin Fields and how he suffers with epilepsy. Could that drop him down the board? Um, and are they are they possibly thinking about, you know, if Justin Fields were to fall, we don't want to just come out right and say Jalen Hurts uh, is the guy because we are potentially eyeing up a quarterback if he were to fall to us. I mean, I keep those vibes, but again, that doesn't mean anything to me. I think I think just Justin Fields thing with the um, his situation, Alan Fenica had it. Um, okay. And also Tiki Barber had the same situation. It's, it's controlled by uh, medicine, medication. Yeah. medication. So uh, I was watching all, a couple of doctors' comments, and um, they said it's it should be fine. You shouldn't have any issues with, with it. Um, I guess they can grow out of it. But, um, yeah, man, uh, Leighton Mahala from, uh, from uh, Facebook says, do you guys think we need to move back into the top ten Giants and Cowboys can snatch players we're looking at? I, I'm scared, man. I, I, I've been saying this for the past couple of days. I'm so now at the point where I'm comfortable at being at number 12 or, or, or again, maybe even trading down and picking up some more picks. But going back up top, if they were to make that move, I honestly would get scared that they're going to go ahead and fuck it up. That's where I, I'm at with that. I think that that sort of move would have to be made literally during the draft, obviously, and not like any time leading up to it. I think that's one of those things that if they see someone that they're really eyeing up that is falling and they they reach like eight or nine, um, I could see them trading up. But I just I I don't think I think that there is a lot of guys that are going to be I think we're going to have our choice pretty much at 12 of uh, players that we would want on this team. And so uh, it, it all depends on who ends up falling to nine. If there is like a blue chip item that ends up falling farther than they ever anticipated, I could totally see them moving back up. Um, but other than that, if they anticipate like a JC Horn or Devonte Smith being there at 12, I think that they would just sit there at 12. Yeah, I mean, if, if they feel like they love somebody, and who's fallen? Um, I think they 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 would probably make that move if they had to. Um, talking about, you know, where where would they move up to? You know, that that Panthers pick eight, number eight. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, I'm 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 already, you know, there's there's there should be a player there. I mean, you, you talk about, you know, you could you could have Waddle there. You could have Devonta Smith. You could have J.C. Horn. I think Patrick Sertan. Some might have him higher than most. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're we're at a spot where we we could get a solid player. And, and again, like I've said on many of our shows, Rashawn Slater is not a bad pick. I said people would freak out because they're like all this talk about Chase Pitts. And now we're we're picking again. We're talking thirty thirty club from center to 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 right tackle. Mm-hmm. Our our yeah. guys are up there. And let me back up a little bit. All right. So to be more clear, like I, I I honestly feel like if we were to go back up to five or six, I'll be scared. But if I'm, I'm reading some of these comments here and if we find a way to get back in front of our division rivals, I'm all with it. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I, I I don't want them grabbing somebody. We you know, that's been the competition for the past, what, three, four drafts. Mm-hmm. We either grab somebody they want or they grab somebody we want. And I'm pretty sure the way things have been going, it's going to probably go like that again. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm 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 all about definitely getting a draft pick in front of them. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the, the, the cat is spicy here. Um, he said uh, the P League he says, boys, these Syrian takes are trash. Who gives a damn how he sounds at the press conference? 
I think uh, and, and like, I, I think, think he's talking to you, Evan, because I, and listen, I, I think Evan I was think curb, a valid curb point. stomping. I was curb stomping, but the point is, is that I, I, I agree with you. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm simply saying we have a small sample size to work with here. I just want my coach to come in here and say some things that just get me excited for the team, and that just simply hasn't happened yet. I'm not saying Sirianni's going to be a bad coach. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying he hasn't said anything to get me excited for this team yet. That's where I stand. There's one thing about Evan that he will always speak his mind. He's not a guy to mince his words. He comes from the heart, shoots from the hip, and will never, ever uh, pay overpriced for anything. Um, Scale knows me to a T. (laughs) So when when Evan – Whatever says that he's like, uh, yeah, you know, there's no malice in his words. I think Evan is just saying that he is not is not wiggled yet. He's not he is nothing has moved to the point in his mind, his mind yeah. that <laughs> that uh, you know, I, I guess it's a it's a new it's a new. It's a it was there such thing as a new coach smell, yeah, new car smell. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's a new car, but it doesn't feel like a new car to you. You're saying that someone drove it off the lot for a couple miles before. Is that what you're saying? You're not getting new. Coach well, it's, it's, it's kind of like if, uh, so say like you were to you were to rush into a relationship, right? And then yeah, she's already your girlfriend. And then you're like maybe like two weeks in, you're sitting there like, did I did I like rush things here? Did I did I move a little bit too quick? Yeah, you, you, still wings, bro. you still in wings, bro? Evan, Evan was the guy that uh, stole wings from uh, boxes when he was delivering food. Oh fuck, I forgot I told that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, you get you get hungry while delivering, man. Now, yeah, you, you order, you deliver a hundred wings to somebody, they're not going to notice if only ninety nine show up. Let's be real, very questionable. <laughs> Nowadays, you'd be surprised. It, yo, if Evan was a draft prospect, that, that would be a major red flag. I'm like, yeah. bro, runs like a four four forty. Um, Steals chicken wings. Steals wings. Steals chicken wings. Um, and he stole yeah. Hey, James doesn't pay over price. Jameis but... Winston still got drafted number one overall. He was stealing crab legs. It's way crab more legs. expensive. Crab legs. <laughs> uh, Nick from YouTube says, "Hi guys, are the Eagles the weakest team in the division going into the new season, even with the draft?" Um, I think from a outsider's perspective, looking in, you might think there's a little turmoil turmoil going on with with this with this team right at the moment. Mm-hmm. New coach. I wouldn't say turmoil, but I think there was some bad blood from last season, especially in the locker room. And I think uh, with the whole COVID situation, I think they really went through it. I think you'd have to feel good about some new vibes, but there could be some uh, bumps in the road. I mean, they still we don't know the identity of this football team. Absolutely. And I I mean, as we stand right now in April, uh, prior to the draft, I I would put probably the Washington football team and the Cowboys ahead of us at this moment. Um, I I think that we could compete right now with the Giants, but uh, this could all change. All this opinion could change next week after the draft or uh, as we get closer to the season. But I want this mindset. I want this mindset. I want people to think uh, they're, they're opposing teammates, teams playing the Eagles. I want them to make, I want them to feel that the Eagles are this team. Yeah, because this is, I mean, they say you don't kick a a, a sleeping dog, and this this team could be the sleeping dog if they uh-huh. get their act together. I mean, identity culture is a uh, is a is a real thing. Um, Jimmy Blanco says it's Waddle 100 percent or Smith. 
unless they mess it up. I don't think Horn or Satane are going to make it to 12. Is, do you guys agree with that? Uh, yeah, I, I did say to Gail uh, just a couple weeks ago, uh, voicing my concerns about, I, I don't think that Horn is going to last to 12 personally, uh, but that could just be one more person. If Horn gets selected prior to us, that could be one more person that falls. That could be a Waddle or a Smith or a Sertain that falls. Honestly, if any four of those guys fall to us, I'm very happy. That's just the thing. You said it right there, four. Mm-hmm. Four guys, four potentials that could easily just drop down to us. It's not like we're worried about that one person dropping mm-hmm. all the way down to 12. We're, worried, we're talking about four. So we're going to be fine. You know what I mean? Once we get through all the other 11 picks, there's four potentials out there that we could easily just pick from. And all four are studs. Mm-hmm. And now the P League, he comes back and says, that, you know, I feel y'all. I meant more lake, local radio and such. I just want to win some <laughs> Effing football games. Yeah, again, man, like, you know, if you guys know us and you've been listening long enough, we do shoot from the hip and we're not going to like, again, there's, I don't get anything about, I don't get anything from bashing Sirianni coming in. I mean, we, we all have jokes. We have fun we poke fun and whatever. Um, but I, again, I, I, if that was his, his idea of getting some competitive edge from his, his own experience, like if you not watch talk the prospect, uh, we're talking with prospects and asking them weird questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I, our last uh, prospect, uh, Chase Barrett from West Virginia, is at the center. I asked him if there was five people uh, alive or dead you could eat with, um, who would they be and why? I just want to yeah. see who, yeah, he, who, who he thinks about who yeah. who his idols are. Yeah. Uh, he was like Chris Tuck. It was a Chris Farley, John Belushi, and like you know, it's but it, it, it shows you something from the character. And if you yeah. want to see prospects and see how they're competitive, they are. He had a great personality. Like, Who's yeah, that? Yeah. Who you just said? Oh, Chase uh, Barrett. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's cool. Yeah, he's a real cool guy. Um, but was that was that was that a, a sign that uh you know that it could have been uh when he said rock paper shoot? We know the wide receivers from Alabama do such thing and everybody wants it so we all in the game so they just they rock paper scissors to see who's gonna run it oh 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 level level is that the tape Sirianni's already been checking out I don't know yo you know but, what we think over yo there. Sirianni done brought that game back to life everybody's gonna kill that game from here on oh out. yeah because nobody's been playing rock paper scissors <laughs> until Nick Sirianni brought it up <laughs> <laughs> uh jimmy has another question from facebook says, how far do you think farley will drop if we can get smith or waddle and then farley drops to the end of the first i would make that move um with his injury hmm. history i could see him last than 37 potentially i i think he goes before um at the end of from end mid of the to the end of the first i feel like with that kind of uh upside i think you know he does have the two back um injuries uh, one was done while working out the other one was during the season i think he was at back spasms mm-hmm. um and then he had the acl prior to that um i think back into the first or mid to back into the first um but I, again I, I don't think he's gonna make it to 37 is he potential move up target imagine imagine that man imagine Devontae smith just- and caleb farley or a jc horn and a farley Ooh. lock it up yeah. lock it up for the next 20 years <laughs> that's hopeful 20 years uh, uh todd on youtube has a question this, this, this is for for evan because he is 
pretty right. much uh, the cheerleader of the JOK squad. He says, y'all b- boys ready for the JOK number six jersey? That shit would look hot. Oh, my God, bro. If we got JOK, I mean, Gail is over here, and he's just like, he's just stewing right now, looking at me. Am I like, yeah, you're like, yeah, Evan, <laughs> it's not going to happen. You know, you know damn well the Eagles aren't going to take a linebacker in the first round. I don't think you have the facilities for that, big man. <laughs> want them to surprise me god damn it that's all i want is them to take a leap of faith i think he's a fantastic player i think he's potentially the best linebacker in the draft go after him the dude he's very versatile man i i we i i like his game i think he's he's you know he's he's that new age linebacker uh mm-hmm. can play in space and come down and thump um, but uh, he he brings up the single digit jerseys. That was uh, something that was you know a rule change that was just made. What's your guys' thoughts? I mean, is, are you gonna have to clean out your closets now? Update I, your jerseys? I'm rocking. I'm rock rocking uh, Randall uh, Cunningham, keeping okay. it old school. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. I don't gotta buy no other jerseys. I got my yeah. own. I got my own number one jersey with my name on it. Pro- <laughs> before Hertz, I got my own number one. That was my jersey number. I think I think I'm gonna go the same route, man. I think I'm gonna go ahead and uh bring the bring the volume down a little bit on the jerseys this year and just stick to just guarantees. Mm-hmm. Guarantees. Maybe you buy your kid at New Jersey. Uh you know, he's got one. He's got an Eagles fan zero. We're gonna keep it at that for a little bit. You know I mean, we're gonna wait till, yeah, we're gonna wait till he outgrows that. And then I'll get him his own person. I'm gonna see what, what number he decides he wants to go with. The Gilbert Arenas. Love it. Yeah, I mean, can't go wrong with zero. Ain't nobody on the team ever going to have it. It's his age. I mean, it works out. (laughs) Shout out to Sergeant Marcus Walker in the building. He says tailgate games of rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yeah. We we could. Um, Come see me. uh, Marcus says, would you all be mad at the reach to go JOK at 12 in Asante later on? Hey, listen, uh, if, if we could get Kevin Costner to go ahead and make the pick for us, you know what I mean? I, I'm good with getting a, a Chad Bozeman. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be okay with JOK at 12. I would be – I'm not I'm not going to say I'd be – This man. I'm, 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 I wouldn't be super pissed off because I, I like his, his play, but I'm, I'm not – yeah, not at 12. Later, yes. If you're going to have move back and get more picks, yeah, I'd be okay. So, so what is the acceptable number to take him at, 15? 15, 16, 15, between 15 and 20, man. Or we, still I, talk, we still talking about JOK? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, if we're going to, if, if you're going to move back again and you get him, but like, again, like, I don't need to be moving back. Like, bro, we, we were at six, man. Like, we were at six. How far are you going to move back? Let's cut it out. No, no I, 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 I agree with you. I really don't want to move back any further at this point. We're, we, we were in the top 10. And for us to like, be trading back into the top 10 i would be interested to see what that package would look like if they're putting like Ertz in a package and maybe like a later round pick to move up a few a few spots up to like nine or something like that yeah i'm, I'm all for that i mean clear some money on the books uh kind of moves us up gets us a chance at a better player i'd be for it uh, trade delphia from twitter he says uh we need to lock down D after those wide receivers in Dallas went off targeting anyone not named Slay. You feeling that? Corners yeah. in the house? I would listen. I'm I'm for it. If we if we went cornerback, cornerback, I'm for it. I, I I'm with it too, man. I said that because you know he he brings up a good point. 
the fact that not only Dallas, I mean, New York kind of, you know, they bunched up on their wide receivers on the offseason as well. So mm-hmm. we see these guys twice a year, you know what I mean? Even potential, you know, you know, we all go ham with each other. So, you know, there's a potential third game in there somewhere, somehow. And we got it. We got to be ready for shit like that. Like, well, like this, this is the, this is the draft. If like, I've said it enough times on this, on the show and on live streams that this draft really does fit our needs like per round. Like there are guys where we're picking at, there are guys. So I, I feel like even if you wanted to double up, triple up on corners, double up on corners, add a little seasoning of a safety in the third round, mm-hmm. or, or uh, Richie Grant, or oh, a, oh, when when do we help out the wide receivers then? If we're go, if we're going like quarterback, safety, cornerback, when are we getting a wide receiver? You go fourth round. Oof. But like that's a major <laughs> drop off. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that. Or I'm, good, but, I'm good. I'm good with going. Back to back corners. Let's not push. All right, that. We, hey, we go J.C. Horn, maybe a, uh, you know, a Marshall. Mm-hmm. That's a nice combo, SEC combo for sure, for sure. Terrace Marshall Jr. from LSU, that would be nice. And then sprinkle in a safety in the third round, fourth round, a little guard, center versatility, mm-hmm. or a running back. You still high on Rashad Bateman? You've been, you've been you've been pushing Terrace Marshall really hard. Well, I think uh, Rashad would probably go first. Mm-hmm. It's the Rashad Bateman, uh, Terrace Marshall slide. Could that happen? Some have said that it could. Uh, they recently came out with a, a injury history of Marshall, like yep. foot injuries and other such things. They, they say these these injury things come out. Like today was the the thing with uh, the epilepsy thing with yeah, yeah. Justin Fields and. Yep. They come out. It's so interesting, right? One week before, how how you know, how, never how fails, clever, man. Never how clever. Fails. I mean, they don't they don't ever talk about. They'll talk about um, all these other Farley's issues, right? Mm-hmm. They, they don't talk about. You, you hear any, anybody talk about Newsom's issues? Nah, nah. That's nah. another guy that's kind of just flying under the radar. He missed like almost how many games did he miss? Or, or they 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 don't talk about. Um, Jamar Chase's PCL injury he had in high school, but we're talking mm-hmm. about we're talking yeah. about Marshall Junior's foot injury. Yeah, I mean it, it is what it is. I mean it, it's draft season, smoke season. Yeah, smoke season. That and that's pretty much what that that uh, press conference was today, man. It was pretty smoke much screen, uh, yeah. pretty much smoke screen. But people lose it over anything equals these days because we're in a pandemic. Yeah. We have nothing better to do. I mean, I would have been doing this anyway, though. Like, that's what we do. That is like, what we do on the is, daily. <laughs> this is what we talk about every day. It's not. It's nothing new. Uh, Nidal says, uh, if the Eagles skip on Smith and he's there, I'm going to lose it. Depends on who we take. But I, I agree with you. It's, uh, that would be very, very hard for me to pass up on Devontae Smith. Dude's explosive. Now the uh, the new news on the timeline is uh, Devonta Smith is now weighing in at a buck sixty six. Mm. Um, I'd lo- I'd love to donate some poundage. I really would. If we if we could just meet in the middle somewhere. Well, you want him? Well, one seven four more pounds make you feel better. Yeah, about I'll, I'll I'll give him thirty pounds. Shit, yeah. I'll give him ten of mine. <laughs> I'll um, give him ten of mine. Right there, he's got fifty. <laughs> I just feel like. Uh, 
you know, I, I said it on the time I tweeted out. This dude, as a freshman, caught the game-winning touchdown as a freshman to win a natty, right? Mm-hmm. He broke the record for how many catches in the score in the first half of a game? Yeah. In a natty. That's two natties under his on his resume. SEC player of the uh, offensive player of the year, uh, unanimous All American, Heisman sprinkle the Heisman on there. Um, he did all that at one sixty six, and if the tape showed that he was, if it was an issue, we would talk about it. He's going up against SEC uh, cornerbacks out here. It's not like he's just going up against nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh bird birdman in the building give it a chirp uh on, on youtube uh michael wright he says my only problem with going cornerback early is the talent of wide receivers drop off a lot after marshall jr um again it's true. we have to see how our defense is set up are they going to let their defensive coordinate defensive coordinator flourish or are they going to let Sirianni flourish? Is it an offensive game? Hey, man, if you if you get Waddle or you get Smith, you're talking about two guys that elevate the offense right away. Mm-hmm. It's not from day one, and they're Bama guys. It's been how long since we drafted a Bama guy? We're not talking about Too Jalen long. Hurts. He was Bama yeah. first Transfer, in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, It's been a while since we drafted Bama, so that would be nice. Marcus Walker saying that defense is the priority right now. And I somewhat agree with you. The wide receivers is just ugly to look at, man. The defense is a, ma- is a major, major hole we got to fill, but it's not the only one. Mark comes up with a another question. Uh, this one was, would be for Prime. He says, uh, does Julie and her husband get dra- traded during draft? I, I don't think it's gonna happen, man. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Earth could go. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> you you don't think he's gonna get drafted? I mean, you don't think he's gonna get traded on draft night? Earth will go. Julie stays. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's got, she's always got a spot in the man cave. <laughs> always got a spot, bro. <laughs> I, I think um, as much as I would hate to see him go. On draft night, because it's just like you just got packaged with something and slipped in, and you're out. You know, like I'd rather I, w- I would have rather him been sent off at, the, at like you know when it was t- you know when everyone else was getting traded, than hey, just put him in a put him in a package during draft night. We'll see you later. Hasta la vista. Thanks for everything. thanks for all your help. Yeah. <laughs> all rise, small fries. Um, <laughs> Mark says uh, Prime's getting a new roommate. Shit. Oh, absolutely. We're to tell you why. <laughs> hey, uh, wife, um, Julie's coming over for dinner. I got a friend coming over. Uh, she's going to be staying a while. <laughs> My peeps, Jay, is going to be coming over. <laughs> uh, Brandon Brooks was also, uh, it was made known that he is on the trading block. What's your boy's thoughts on that? Um, I mean, do you really want to trade a, a, a right guard with abs? That's a that's an anomaly. That's a, I, I didn't that's like a that. unicorn. Can we that's even can we even afford to trade any of our linemen? Like, but someone was saying yeah. that the uh, what it was a fourteen million mil cap hit if you get you got traded. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who has done the math on that yet. But um, 
Uh, I believe Adam Kaplan said that's been a known thing that he's been on the, on the trading block. This guy's uh, near and dear to my heart. He's very solid dude. I know. Uh, but he's getting up there. And that, if if you if you talk about getting rid of Brandon Brooks, then a or Sean Slater makes a whole lot more sense. Hundred percent. It's not the sexy pick. I've been saying it for like people are talking about it today. Like it's like it's like. What are they talking about? I mean, it's been being talked about for a long time now. Like, it's not the sexy pick, but it would be quality, man. Go watch, go, go watch him against Chase Young. Do you know what team Chase Young plays for? The Washington football team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go watch him. Go watch him. You saw what he did to us. Yeah. Um. This man held his own, man. So who do you, who do you think gets more of a return, Ertz or Brooks? Good question. Good that is question. a good question. I mean, that two kill that two Achilles injuries. That is like, that is like, uh, that's like Wolverine without his his claws. Claws. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, yeah. like I'll trade you Wolverine without the claws. You're like, hey, yeah. what are you giving me for that? We just don't give you him the Carfax history what you, report. What are you gonna give me a Nightcrawler? <laughs> trade me Nightcrawler for a Wolverine with two. You know, yeah. what what are you getting here? <clears throat> Oh man, that's a real good question, though. I mean, it's it, it's tough to go ahead and pinpoint that because it's like, yeah, I mean, the way the way Earth is getting treated right now, right now, it seems like they'll just go ahead and take anything to go ahead and get them off our roster. Mm-hmm. And then with Brooks, it's like we honestly haven't heard too much about it, but again, come draft night, anything can happen, man. Well, people are talking about that thirty spot with the um. The Bills? With the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was potential trade that was in talks, that, that they said, prior to the trading deadline. Um, 30, 37, at Ertz, it's something else. Maybe could take something else. And you get back and get from 37 back into 30 on the night of the draft, on first round. You know how geeked Two first Eagle round fans would be? Huge, would be? And that was that was something that Howie kind of like uh, touched upon quite a bit yesterday on how he was explaining how the conversations that they have with opposed, like other teams and the interests that they pretty much just try to like uh, build in with these conversations they have with them and and how he's quick to go ahead and just like cancel a team out knowing that they're full of shit mm-hmm. with some of these uh, offers that they make. So I, the way I was just getting it is like again anything can happen and i've heard that i've heard about the whole 30 pick and you know that's one potential trade that we could go ahead and possibly make and the the scenario you guys just brought up right there that would be like the perfect one and it gives you more reason to stick around uh on our live draft Uh, (laughs) fourth and john is gonna be doing a live draft show didn't know now you know um last year we did it 24 hours i lost three days of my life but we, we talk draft, man. I talked a lot of people <laughs> off the edge. I talked a lot about Jalen Rager. Um, and again, uh, we'll, that is not over. They talked about it in the in the presser. They said, you know, the jury's still out on these draft picks, so please don't sleep on them. Um, Mark Bird is now saying, how he dealt the sixth pick too early, imagine what he could have got this week. I agree with him. I mean, we did yeah. talk about that. 
when it mm-hmm. went down. We were like, did he, you know, did he, was it a preemptive strike? Did he, did he feel like no other teams were going to offer that spot um, with Miami trying to move back up? Um, I thought it was a little too, too early. I'd, I'd rather have teams that are desperate come up on, you know, week of the draft, day of the draft. They're willing to give get, up a lot more. Get the ransom. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, have a, yo, if, if, if Pitts was there at six and Chase is there at six, um, I probably still might drive down in overcare. Yeah. <laughs> I still might. Uh, real talk. That's that's going to be something that, like, even before the Eagles are on the board, we are going to be eyeing up who goes at that sixth pick. Because if it's one of those two guys, I guarantee you, people are going to. There's going to be a lot of people that are upset, including myself. <laughs> Mark Marcus was like, uh, last year's draft was straight depression. Uh, that was all of, all of, all of our facial expressions. That was, people, people were in Especially shock. that second round thing. Yeah. People, you know, it was like, I just, you know, everyone, everyone was had this mindset of like, we're going to get CD Lamb. We're going to get CD Lamb. Yeah. Oh, all right. We're going to get Justin Jefferson. Okay. Okay. And then they got Rager and they're like, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, and then, and then, and Howie with the Haymaker. In the second round, yeah, that was like taking a a cross iron to the face. It's taking, everyone, a, taking a bowling ball to the junk, man. Everyone, everyone was calling their uh, therapist after mm-hmm. the second round. Good times, man. Good times. <laughs> um, Todd says, "I definitely appreciate the draft coverage from you guys last year." Salute. Thank appreciate you, man. you Thank Todd. You. Appreciate you. Uh, and uh, hopefully, you guys are, are are sticking around, man. Um, we love to. We're gonna have some games. We're gonna have some prizes. Mm-hmm. Maybe, keep, it, maybe. keep it interactive. Maybe, maybe got to. Maybe give not. give some hats away. Maybe some draft hats away on that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we feeling the draft hat? I feel a little conflict conflicted because I do want to give away some draft hats, but I am not really feeling the design. I, th- I think they're all right. I know and Prime I, has one. I got one. I mean, Prime Prime owns every hat that can be worn, though. As I long mean, as you know. If if there was an Eagles top hat, that man would wear it. <laughs> Chris, Chris is in the building. Chris is in the building. All right, um, all right. I don't know. Are you? Would you wear a draft hat? I would. I mean, I, I have one. So but, yeah, but, I'm, yeah I'm you, you know me. I've I've got no sense of fashion, so <laughs> throw anything on. Uh, he's like, oh, I'll never overpay for anything. <laughs> never. You say you say free ninety <laughs> nine. I did. I did. Uh, I did. I did send Hollywood Hearn some 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 vans this year. You did you did recycled vans? Wow, awesome. <laughs> wow. they, they were they, they were nice though. Wow, they're <laughs> they nice. Hey, 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 man! I I got I got tons of more vans to give away. I got about I got about forty pair back there. Ev, I got a I got a bag for those, bro. <laughs> uh, Todd is also co-signing the draft hats are kind of weak this year, but the the draft hats alone make me feel like I might have a future in uh, design or like uh, coming up with concepts for Eagles hats. I mean, I really thought they were going to go that route from the ones that they created. What was it like three years ago? That one where they came up with the Philadelphia design, like it was horrible. It was probably one of the worst draft hats they had that year. Mm-hmm. That's one hat I do not have. 
and I'd be damned if I buy that one. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll buy it anyway just to buy nope. it so I have a draft head. Like, nope. That's the one. That's the one I skipped out on. I got a paper cut out of that. <laughs> the new, the new one, the the fitted hat, right? The it has the, the see through in the back. You you want me to yeah. you, you want me to go ahead and present yeah, it now? Yeah, present it. Why? I mean, we, we we're, we're spontaneous on the show. Uh, shout out to Puga from El Paso. We'll be joining the live stream. Look forward uh, to seeing you, bud. Ho- hopefully, you're bringing jokes. Yeah. Little little five minute set. So they got the they got the different designs. I went with the fitted hat. All right, I went with the fitted. It is the netting and the little trucker in the back. That's the design. I mean, I'm okay with it. I Let love me see the, the back. See what is this see through shit right here? This is like that's lingerie, the way, bro. That's this the is, way they're going nowadays. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's like it's lingerie. Like you got, got a bald I, head, right? You got a bald yeah. like I, I got a bald head, right? So the that's back fair. is like see through lingerie for your head. That's like, all right, though. You know what I mean? I got no shame to my game. You know what I mean? I'll expose it. I'll expose it however you want me to expose it. But it doesn't look right with the bald head, is what I'm saying. Negative. Negative. Put sir. it on. Put it, put it, put it on. No, 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 no. I'm late. I'm waiting until Thursday. I'm not gonna go. Nope, not doing that. I don't I wear it the day of. Love it. I love the super <sighs> Trey's not feeling the uh the snapbacks. He's a he's a fitted, fitted. No, he, Trey, Trey, no, listen, no, no, no. You, you read that wrong, bro. He said the the fitteds are a no for me. I love the snapbacks. Oh, there you go. There you I go. Was, I was trying to like flip his, his <laughs> mindset. <laughs> I was one that wasn't a fan of the snapbacks, but I got to tell you, I mean, not all of them are the right fit, but these snapbacks are just like getting better, better and better and better every year. Yeah, man, them them hats is like lingerie, dude. Like, what do you see through hat in the back? Yeah. What do you yeah. want to see? It don't make no sense, bro. Look at look at the one you're wearing right now. You're exposing that head already as it is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but I, but I'm showing it to you. I'm not like, hey, kid. Th- there might be a bald head behind <laughs> but here, a, but there but might that, be. That's worse. That's a peephole. <laughs> <laughs> this show is officially going off the rails. Um, Mark Mark wants to know what shoe size. Mark, you don't need to send me any shoes or anything like that. Size ten. I, you know, I. <laughs> don't worry sell about it. Man. Sell it, bro. Sell it. <laughs> Pooey says the 2016 draft hat was the best. You guys remember that one? I don't. 2016 draft hat. That was the one with the uh oh the shiny thing. Yes, yes. Mm. That baby right here. I don't know about that one either, guys. I think that was one of the best ones. It had the duck bill on the underneath, right? Duck bill? Uh or the eagle bill, I'm sorry. Oh. The eagle bill. On the on, bottom on the, of the hat. On the bottom of the brim. Is that that one that I said that I, I didn't want to get? I think that's the one that he talked that I'm talking about. Oh, interesting. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. Interesting. interesting. Uh, well, we went from talking about the press conference all the way to draft takes. We didn't even want to talk about the draft, but the people in the chat always want to talk about the draft. Listen, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be one to tell you that like this year's uh, hype about the draft. It's kind of like drain me. I just can't wait till I hurry up and get here so we can just like move on and just like really start talking about the team because it's like draft at the draft and the draft. Like, when is it ever going to get here? But hey, look, seven days away, it's getting closer and closer. I know. And and all of this hype that's around the draft is really uh, it's making me hopeful for the draft show. I hope to see uh, a big turnout. I hope to talk to a lot of you guys live as the draft is going on. Uh, I think it could be a fun night, regardless of what the Eagles end up doing. Well, yeah. two, two nights in all yeah. day. Yes, we're, we're I, I could be. A, it could be a fun three days. Nice. Um, 
If, but it would, it would be make it a lot more fun if we if they end up picking the guys that we want them to pick. Yes, Blue, absolutely. Blue Cagool coming in late, but we appreciate it. Um, we do. You this, can this always is, go back and watch it. Yeah, or the, po- the podcast will be up in a little bit. Um, but also, speaking of shows, uh, Prime's uh, he has having a show shortly, yes, sir. Uh, starting at seven thirty. Uh, rolling with Prime, uh, we'll be introducing. Mr. Tim Kincaid to the building, AZ fan. Also, you've probably seen him on some of the chats over here. But Rolling with Prime will be uh, starting today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Really souped up about that one, man. It's 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 all about you know me having that experience with other uh, Philly fans, um, getting the you know the privilege to go ahead and just talk fanatics. Like you know, what's it like to be a fan? And and I'm I'm really excited, man. I've been excited all day. Half an hour away, King. You know, what I mean, he 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 souped just as much as I am. I got a lot of people that have been reaching out to me, showing me love today. Excited for the opportunity, and I'm I'm ready to go, man. Looking forward to watching it, man. Uh, any last words before we get out of here, Evan? Yeah, because you guys aren't going to talk on it. I guess I don't have to. Happy Earth Day, everybody. I got my uh, reusable water <laughs> bottle here. Be sure to go out there and thank the Earth that all it's done for you. Uh, no. Uh, just Happy so y'all know, day. that guy was prepared for this shit all day. <laughs> Get your mind straight. Uh, just buckle in because this next week is going to be filled with all sorts of leaks coming out. There's going to be all different news that's going to be popping on all these players that are going to be drafted. Uh, we're going to try and stay on top of all of it, and I hope to see everybody in the live draft shows. Uh, we're going to be going the whole time, so uh, it's going to be pretty hard to miss us. Prime. Seven days away, man. I mean, the excitement is just getting there more and more. Uh I I'm I'm ready, man. I'm ready to just go ahead and move forward and bring on the the, the next uh, level of talent that, you know, these guys are going to go ahead and bring to this organization. So let's get it, man. Let's go. Prime hates Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, no shout outs. How, how, how dare you, man? <laughs> Yo, prior to the show, Evan's like, yo, man. I'm Rocky Green. I mean, come on. <laughs> Happy Earth Day, man. I was like, yo, uh, I don't know if. Uh, what is that? All my, said, all that my favorite, word. All my favorite things word. are green, bro. Bro, that Earth. was his word. What is that? What's Earth Day? <laughs> I was like, Earth Day. I was like, yo, we don't recycle over here, fam. No, I do recycle, man. I do recycle, man. You, you pull that out there. You make sure they. Come and pick it up, man. Gail, Gail just shows up to the beach with a whole bunch of straws and just starts throwing them in there, shoving them in the turtles' noses. <laughs> and by the way, if you guys didn't peep it five minutes ago, he recycles. I do recycle, man. What, make sure you make sure, what Evan just showed us. <laughs> make sure y'all recycle. <laughs> make sure you recycle. Make sure you guys subscribe. Make sure you check in during the uh, the live shows, the draft shows coming up. Uh, Prime shows come up. Rolling with Prime once again will be on at seven thirty tonight. So probably in a half hour. So we're, yes, we're trying to produce two shows in one day. Uh, <laughs> That's what we'll we see. do, baby. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, it's Fly Eagles Fly. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.